Hello everyone, this is Max. Penning is out this month and I'm sick, so I decided to hijack this thing and do with it what I will before he returns and makes it a thoroughly more enjoyable, well-rounded program. So I'd like to present, uh, Climate Change and you. Everyone knows that transportation in this modern world often causes pollution. But with global warming in the news and in science headlines for decades, it seems ripe to bring up again, and again, and again, and again, and again. The gadfly strives not to sound alarmist, even while it is being so. And Henning wouldn't like it if I yelled. But Henning's not here, and I'm starting to think that people aren't getting the picture. And I feel it's pertinent to examine some of the numbers that we're actually dealing with. Keep in mind that I'm estimating here, and I've erred on the side of less badness. Heaven forbid we get accused of overestimating the costs of losing all breathable air on the planet, as reputable scientists like Stephen Hawking and Edward O. Wilson are telling us we now face. <coughs> Let's say you're going to work in your top hat with your brown satchel, and you want to take a drive. In one drive to your work, 20 miles away, let's say, you would be personally responsible for, if you were driving alone in an average vehicle with average mileage, let's say about 4 ounces of carbon dioxide emissions per mile, giving our air 80 ounces of CO2. Now you have to get home, another 80 ounces. And let's say you drive to work every day, to a restaurant on weekends, to a cabin in the summer, and it averages out that you've been driving 40 miles a day every day for a year. That would create almost a ton of carbon dioxide. Just you. <coughs> okay, that sucks. What we are failing to realize about our luxurious lifestyles is that we are taking a lot more than what we think we are when we simply mosey out to do our daily responsibilities. Burning fossil fuels is a choice, however, and we are increasingly shown that it is a dramatic one. Consider plane travel. Let's say you're visiting your Aunt Ugrich and Uncle Gutenbred in Germany. With that single flight, based on the per-person emissions of an average plane with average percentage of its capacity filled, of about 7 ounces a mile, you're creating just about the same amount you'd create with your year of car driving in one day. The plane itself will dump over 5 million ounces, or over 170 tons of CO2, almost directly into the stratosphere where it will do far more acute damage than the same amount released on the road. But, uh, we're not going to blame you for the whole flight. This is about personal responsibility, anyway. One day! And considerations. Considering your health, considering the Earth's health, considering the impact of you, one person, in this system where power is increasingly handed to you and the responsibilities in this world are increasingly up to you to fulfill. Well, the situation is pretty dire, and we have come to that unfortunate bit about responsibility. Let's consider the impact of your more everyday decisions and how just one person can make a difference. Let's say you have two choices to get to the same destination. Plane, making you personally responsible for 1,000 pounds of CO2, or car, making you personally responsible for 150 pounds. Based on the rate at which global warming is affecting the Earth's situation, which choice would make you more responsible? Not going at all. Well, correct. Always analyze the need. You could walk or bike to most destinations. It would take you five minutes or less to drive to, but between the two. My car! Good choice. Being able to go at your own rate, skip airport security, and bring all the knives and explosives you want with you, driving does seem to be the more responsible choice. Yes, it takes a day, but you are conserving the world here. Hooray! Wait. 
what if it took you two days to drive because you had to stay in a hotel and you were trying to get really far? Well, I'll make an adventure out of it. Wow, that's good. I'm good. Oh yeah, you little eco-trooper. What if you had to go really far? Those CO2s are starting to look a little less important than all that time, huh? Hmm, I like driving. I'll take the scenic route and I'll go camping. Okay, smart Alec. What if you couldn't drive at all? Now you are responsible for over a ton of carbon emissions going right into the ozone and eating away at it. What are you going to do? Will you fly? You really want to go to Amsterdam. Well, I don't have to you go. You have to go. It's for a business trip. Well, someone's got to go then. It's hard. It's not easy to resist doing what you want when most media outlets are convinced that we are still living in the age of luxury that in reality we can no longer afford. Who are you to stop the party, right? The responsibility we owe clashes with our illusions about Earth's obligation to us. We are told that we are owed a lot, including the ability to do what we want pretty much whenever we want, uh, however much we want. Sadly, this is not how life works. The more we take, the more we will be taken from. It doesn't really make sense for our generation to have a chip on our collective shoulder about the non-idealness of our lives when the planet has been the one getting beat up for the last century. Hey, talk to your parents. Keep in mind, we don't like to bite the bullet either. Nobody does. It seems hurtful to say that the end of your fun time means good things are ahead, according to me. But that's not the case at all. If we can backpedal our sense of ownership over outdated, harmful technologies, we will feel more content and fulfilled when we realize it's our time to build and embrace better ones. By the way, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. But I think it's fair to say we should all understand how a wheel works again. The gadfly will do its best to explain the more complicated wheels. Now, without being too gung-ho about alleviating the sense of responsibility, there is something you could be doing anyway. There is! Yeah, with terrapass.com, climatecare.org, carbonfund.org, nativeenergy.com, and a bunch of others, you are given the power to partially fulfill your responsibilities should you be forced to take a flight or drive. Click on the sites and read the various impact statements. With these companies, you can pay to offset the impact of the emissions with investment in technology that slows and, if timely, could counteract global warming. This doesn't really stop the CO2, but it makes us feel better about it because it does something. And it might not be the best thing, which is paying for these technologies and not polluting, but it sure is a good thing. So remember, always make the responsible choice, and when you can't, do the responsible thing. This has been a global ecosystem service message from the Gadfly. Or maybe this is episode 1.5. Or maybe it is episode 2. We haven't decided yet. For information on how the emissions formulas were calculated, or for your own eco-cost calculator to see how much carbon emission you are responsible for, just go to any of the sites below. Thanks to this Economist article for inspiring the small short. Good night. <laughs>